All right. This is it. We're starting. Um, so we are going to do our, our first podcast. Okay. And talk about the Red Letter Challenge. And so um, my name is Nick Moss, Director of Christian Education here at St. Paul Lutheran. And I've got Ken Sherman with me. And Ken, um, your title's Director of Music, music. right? Yep. Which is, you've been here about a year. Yeah, June 24th was a year. It's crazy. So it's been a, it's been a wild and crazy ride <laughs> over the past six months. <laughs> yeah. But before we get into Red Letter Challenge, because I enjoy your sense of humor, I thought I'd pull up something online here and let you look at it and see. Okay. I've got uh, the Babylon Bee. The Babylon Bee. So if you're not familiar with the Babylon Bee, it's satirical, which can always be interesting. But there were some articles that I was reading. Was that through. Pam Beasley? <laughs> <laughs> We've been rewatching The Office. Oh no, that's no. not. Her. <laughs> Apparently, that's... I think the quick view of uh, of Judge Barrett looks like Pam Beasley. Although that would be fun to have <laughs> Pam Beasley. Are they wearing doilies around their neck? Yeah, Supreme Court justices. No, 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 not her. The guys, the NBA players. M- yep, they NBA wear special lace collars to honor Ruth, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Ginsburg. That's interesting. I wonder if their grandmas made them. I wonder if that's photoshopped. I bet it is. I bet it is. Pretty sure this is Babylon B. It is. Um, that- <laughs> <laughs> He's reading the one about Amy Coney Barrett. No, Holds reading prefer- the- Oh, a state with no electricity one? Yeah. State with no electricity orders everyone to drive cars that run on electricity. <laughs> I think that's hilarious. Uh, Babylon B is always good. I... I don't know. I just think it's funny. Yeah. What'd you do this weekend? Went to a celebration party for somebody on Friday night. It's right. a nice way to kick off the weekend. Congratulations, Janet. Yeah. 27 years. That's awesome. 27 years and $20 worth of nickels. She did get $20 worth of nickels. That's right. Which I gave her. And I owe her a lot more nickels. <laughs> yeah. So we did, we did the uh, celebration there on Friday. And then on Saturday, just did some chores around the house, got some things got taken some care of. Done. Yep. And then went to my brother's house and watched the Gator game. So that was fun. Oh, that's right. Well, yeah. I'm a Mizzou fan, and so they played Alabama the first game, which is... I didn't see any of that game. It wasn't worth watching. Alabama. Oh, they crushed them. Yeah. Yeah, there's no... There's no <laughs> there's no reason to believe that Missouri would have a chance against Alabama. Yeah. <laughs> Although 2020... You never know. That's true. Mississippi State looked pretty good, too. Yeah, they did. That's yeah. crazy. Against LSU. Yep. Um, yeah, we, we celebrated Friday night with Janet, and then um, Saturday did a bunch of yard work. And so we've got bushes out by our yeah uh, pool and I, and they're like the, the ones that you make like look like boxes. Um, but they had gotten tall enough and a lot of dead stuff under in it that as I started to cut back, I started to cut back more and cut more. And then finally, I'm, I'm done. I'm just taking this thing down to the, the nubs. What were you using? Uh, an electric uh, um, electric trimmer. Like a like chain a, not one? A, or no, 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 no. The, the one with the teeth on it. Electric oh, okay. pruner, pruner. And so I step back and I'm like, huh. I hope it grows back. Candace comes out and goes, what did you do? I said, it'll grow back. It's Florida. It's fine. So I hope it grows back. Yeah, we'll see. I'm not 100% sure it will. Yeah, I do that with chainsaws. As soon as I get going on a chainsaw, 
if I have so many dragon branches, yep, I end up cutting way too much down. Yeah, so we did, we did that, and then had some friends over, and then Sunday morning was good. But yeah, uh, red letter challenge. Let's talk about that. What has your been been your takeaway? Would you say over the past couple of weeks that we've been doing it? Yeah, so we've been doing it. This is our third week, if you count the intro week, right? right? Um, and I read the book back when we were looking at starting the Red Letter Challenge. I read through it, and yeah, I found it very encouraging. Like, I liked the the concept. I thought it was a good thing for us to do yeah. as a church. And there's a lot of, um, like, there's a lot of content that, that you can get into. You also can just, if your day is pretty busy, you can just kind of hit the highlights and still still gain a lot of perspective and kind of that refreshing moment in the day. I found it encouraging to just to read through it and to recognize, I mean, I love the way that they talk about it from a grace perspective, right? Mm -hmm. They're not saying you got to get into this and if you don't do it, then you're failing the challenge and shame on you and all that stuff. It's really this, Hey guys, we're laying out a challenge. Let's all participate. And, um, there's no cop out, but at the same time, it's not a, it's just to kind of get up and go. I don't know. I'm, I feel like I'm not phrasing this well, but I'm finding that to be a pleasant atmosphere, I guess, is what I'm looking for here. It's a nice atmosphere to be getting into. So. Yeah, I hear you. No, it's good. I I appreciate it, too. I'm, I'm horrible. It's funny. You know, I'm supposed to somewhat be in charge of this, but I'm horrible at doing daily, everyday things. Oh, yeah. And so I'm usually always catching up one or two days, um, which is not always the best way to do it. But... Uh, we are doing it. We are doing it with our kids, which is, which is fun. It's also a reminder that it's very frustrating because this Norman Rock, Rockwell picture of you get the kids around the table and, yes, Papa, please read us the, <laughs> the Red Letter Challenge book today. <laughs> That's went, not happening in the Moss home. Shockingly, no. Yeah. Um, I it was Candace was reading the two nights ago, and we're like, "Where's Laura?" It's like, "Laura, where are you?" She's upstairs. I could still hear you. I'm like. <laughs> That's not the point. Get down here. <laughs> That's oh, funny. But, uh, you know, I think it's the, again, it's like grace field. It's about continuing to dive into to God's word and right. and have those conversations about, um, you know, faith-based conversations in the home. And yeah. so I've enjoyed, I've enjoyed it. We did a Zoom call on Sunday and we started the forgiveness week. For the for, your, for the for the class right for the yeah for our group there's a Zoom that's meeting with some church members and mm-hmm. wow powerful stuff there was some really cool forgiveness stories shared and and also just people some people struggling with forgiveness and some like real 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 life stuff yeah um which has been which has been really cool to see but um I'm, I'm excited about seeing this week because forgiveness. Right. It's just so powerful. And as we move into serving, we're going to have October 10th, a bunch of serving opportunities and things like that. And then um, I think people are wanting to get out and do something. So I think we'll have good participation in that. Get excited. People get excited about something like that. But yeah, I like how they stack the serving on the heels of forgiving. Because yeah. as you're saying, people are ready to get out and do stuff. But mm-hmm. I think there's a sense in which even the emotions carry into mm-hmm. each other. Um, you know, as I think about what else we did this past weekend, you know, Katie and I got into a fight this weekend. Mm-hmm. And, um, just there were some things that we needed. It wasn't one of those silly fights. There was actually some stuff mm. we needed to work through and you know, come to 
come to terms on and maybe and make some adjustments mm-hmm. in the way we were um, living life. And you know, I've been so busy lately that there's a sense of which I haven't done a good job of making her mm-hmm. feel loved mm-hmm. and yada, yada, yada. So there's this, this mm-hmm. whole bucket of things and especially, I mean, sometimes you can get, you can get to a fight. I don't know if you guys, you and Candace are like this, but we sometimes don't fight. we get into fights. I don't know <laughs> so, what you're talking about. We don't fight. Sometimes, you know, you, the, the generic you or mm-hmm. the me gets to fight my wife and it's about things that are kind of stupid. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And then some other things get bucketed into it and then mm-hmm. you work through it and you're, you're all, you know, maybe it's just, right. maybe it was have a bad week. Sometimes you get into, a, you know, into this kind of conflict where there is something that somebody's doing that, is, that we do need to talk through something, yep. something that somebody's not doing that does need to kind of get brought into the light. And it's easy in those conversations to get hung up on the process for me. Right. Cause okay. we've, the way we kind of talk through things, we have some patterns that, that help us identify um, what those things are. So it's just some premarital counseling stuff that's stuck yeah. with us through the years. Right. So like speaker listener technique, you know, yeah. you speak, you repeat back. What did you hear? Yeah, stuff. It's, yeah, some of that stuff. Some yeah. of that stuff. Um, anyway, so Katie put down tends the phone, to put down the phone, turn the TV off. Actually, pay try to pay attention. Right? Yeah, yeah. Katie's this really less intentional person. Uh, she's pretty. I mean, she's very, makes great decisions. Mm-hmm. She's kind of that little Type A personality, and just doesn't consider everything. But really, pretty on the nose with her judgment calls. And then you've got me and I'm, you know, I have to take my time a little bit. I have to think through things. You're the processor. Get, yeah, I'm the processor. Okay. And so, so we I have am, this, it's the opposite. It's the opposite. Image, yeah. Okay. So, so we're sitting there back and forth and I, I you know, I'm getting dinged on mm-hmm. some things that I need to adjust mm-hmm. and that's fine. And then I keep getting hung up in my heart on this process stuff that mm. you know, she's skipping past and I'm getting offended. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we work through that and, you know, kind of have some conversation. Then we get in church Sunday morning and I had forgotten that we were starting, that Sunday was starting the forgiveness week. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I was sitting there in church thinking to myself, man, I'm glad we didn't let that fight sit. Because <laughs> otherwise I'd be sitting here, my face would be red, I'd be embarrassed. Katie would be sitting there next to me looking at me like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> But, but then you talk about serving being next week. Right. And so it's Sunday afternoon, afternoon, we got home. We had been up late talking through stuff on Saturday. And then I just, I noticed in myself as you're telling me that, that I, or that serving comes on the heels of forgiving. There's a long way around to the actual point here, but I've noticed that within myself, yeah, there was, there was some motivation on Sunday to, to do and to be doing from a good place instead of doing because I don't know what else to do. Right. Right. Yeah. You're, you're motivated. Um, not at guilt. Right. It's that out of love. Right. And serving your wife and being engaged as opposed to doing. And because that's just what I've been in the habit uh-huh. of doing for a month or whatever. Right. Yeah. It's funny. You said we had, a, it's funny when Ken and I talk, we, we tend to have similar weekends. Um, <laughs> and it just, it just, it's funny. Cause you know, you, um, but we, Candace and I did have a fight too. And it wasn't really a fight. It was, um, so I told you about how I was cleaning the yard and all that. And so I was cleaning the pool out and doing all that stuff. And, um, our pool needed some water in it. And so I put the hose in it and turned the water on. And usually I am like inside and I set the stove timer for like 30 minutes on the clock, you know, and then it goes off and I go, oh yeah, I got to go turn the water off. Well, like I'm outside. I'll, I'll remember. (laughs) So I wake up to Candace going, this is on Sunday morning. Oh, no. Remember, I was working like at 
This is like at four o'clock, three o'clock in the afternoon on Saturday. Nick, the pool. I'm like, the pool? <gasps> the pool. <laughs> so I go running downstairs uh, and the pool is full completely. And we have a, a leak in our pool. So it was leaking out somewhere. So I watered like all the grass. And she's like, she's looking at me with like, what did you do? I'm like, oh, I forgot to set the timer. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. And she's like at that moment of almost crying. Cause, cause then her mind automatically goes to dollar signs. Sure. Which mine doesn't always. And that can create some issues. And I'm like, it's fine. It's water's not that expensive. <laughs> she's like, it was 14 hours. I'm like, Oh yeah, well, it might be a little bit more than normal. <laughs> I said, but we haven't been watering our grass. Our sprinklers haven't been on. You know, I'm trying to, you know, justify it. And she goes, "I'm so glad this week is forgiving." And I'm like, "So am I. <laughs> I am so glad." <laughs> what a fantastic illustration that God just gave you guys on Sunday morning. Yeah, he, you know, he gave us he gave us a, a great <clears throat> illustration. So, yeah, as we go into go into the forgiving week this week, and then and serving um it's going to be neat to see what god does through that and and uh and, and we'll see where kind of that goes from there but then you know then we're coming up on giving it's a, it's a which fun one in the church isn't it which is a fun one in the church because <laughs> the uh mo- most people's minds go to dollar signs right and and money and while that is a part of it you and i both know it's so much more than just giving and i mean we read through the book before i mean it's a heart issue right what is that what's motivating your giving and so um, he's gonna the books will the book will address that and that'll be that'll be good because um i think too from a a church standpoint you know the pastor usually always has to do is you know oh i got a stewardship time i gotta Mm -hmm. go talk through that and my hope is this gives another platform for people to hear about giving versus, oh, well, the pastor's just up there talking about giving. He has to do that once a right. year. Um, and it's also a good time, I think, now with people have pruned back in their lives with COVID. Maybe they've had to prune back finances, too. What does that look like? Where am I really spending my money? Right. Um, and, and Yeah, it's good you know. for some reset moments there. Yeah. Um, you know, Katie and I just started doing our budget again a couple months ago with the move and with COVID. And oh, there was yeah. a lot of just kind of holding on. And then we mm-hmm. sat down and worked through our plans. And <clears throat> yeah, I just, it, it, I, I am, I find myself considering in that, that thought about giving just that there are reasons that people don't give, right? There are right. some reasons that people don't give. Yeah. And sometimes it's because they don't have the, uh, they don't feel like they can because they have so many other right considerations yep. there, there are reasons that and then there's different people excuse me there's different personalities with giving and stuff so right. you know the the five love languages and one of those is right you know acts of service one of those is words of affirmation Gift giving. one of those is giving yeah and katie's a giver yeah. that's that's just her personality uh she grew up that way and so every christmas she you know there, there's a lot of love yeah that is expressed and heard Right. When there's gifts going around for her. And then, you know, you get poor Katie married. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't need any gifts. <laughs> so I always try to, you know, try to stir up some, some gratefulness. I mean, not that's, gratefulness, just some exuberance. That's really funny. When I get a gift. Because Candace, I'm, I'm the gift giver in our marriage. And so 
Um, <laughs> I spent a lot of time thinking about what to get my wife. And um, early on in our marriage, her reactions to my gifts weren't what I thought they were going to be. Right. You know, like the jumping up and down. Oh my gosh, this is amazing. <laughs> I can't believe you got this. Blah, blah. Versus looking at it and setting it aside. And I was like, oh, what did I do wrong? <laughs> then I realized that she processes. She's a processor. So she had to process right. it all. And then once she processed it, then she was excited about it. But the initial shock, it just stuns her. Right. And so now I can capitalize on that. Oh. Because I know her. So then I give, you know, I still you know, try to surprise her. And then I just, I just, just wait for it. You know, just stare at her. Like, do you like it? Do you like it? Do you like it? Do you like it? I have to process it. But it's a, um, you know, but it's about, you know, the giving it's, it's fun. It's fun to give. And my, I mean, for me, it's fun to give and it's watch and with kids, you know, mm-hmm. it's fun to watch kids. Yeah. Up and up. And so to make that, you know, to make that parallel with God gives good, so such good gifts to us, you know, he gives us bread, not a snake, you know, going back to the new Testament. Yeah. Um, he's going to give his children good things. Um, and I was just talking to the um, Christian studies class. We were going through the introduction of Red Letter Challenge, mm-hmm. talking about giving. And I was like, you know, you guys have probably heard this before, but have you ever seen a trailer on a hearse? You know, <laughs> you, you can't take it with you. And so what are you going to do with it? Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, you got to live. But um, and, and it's not about money, too, either. And I, I'm sure you've seen this, too. You've probably been, I've been around people that, have no money to their name, but they're the most giving people in the world because right. at their hospitality mm-hmm. is huge. And, yeah, and that's and, where giving goes beyond just yeah, money. Absolutely, it's kind of that, that way of attitude. Yeah, yeah. Where I've, I mean, I've walked into places around the world where it's been like, this person has got nothing. Yet I've never been more welcomed. In fact, I was on a, I was in Haiti and um, <clears throat> on a mountainside. I mean, mm-hmm. this 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 family had nothing. But I was never treated so well uh, and welcomed. I mean, it was a gift that they gave me, right? Yeah. It wasn't money. You know, they set set us up at the head of the table. They fed us first. They, you know, it was a, you're my guest. I'm going to serve you. Um, And not that we went in there with that expectation. In fact, we went in with the opposite. But it was their way of saying welcome. And boy, that that was a cool experience. But... So giving will be an interesting week. It's not all about money. A lot of it um, has to do with time and talents. And then we get to the going, which all is, which is all about living out your testimony. Yeah. Which Lutheran circles we don't use our testimony very often, but it's living out your faith. Right. Right. So we'll see where that goes. I I'm hoping to get some some people on here that'll that'll share their story. There's some amazing people. Everybody's amazing. Not everybody. Sorry. God's amazing. Um, and sometimes there's people that are amazing. That's right. Whatever. And there's some really neat stories in this congregation, though, that I'm excited to share. That's cool. So we'll see. So, yeah, Red Letter Challenge. We're starting. Um, hey, I think we did pretty good. We're almost at 20 minutes. Nice. At some point, we ought to talk through, just explore the whole testimony thing a bit um, with, with why and why... I've got some speculations about why it might not be such a such a big part of Lutheran church conversations as other churches. Um, it'd be fun to talk through. Yeah, that would be good. We can definitely talk through it. I mean, high level stuff. I think it has to mainly do with, um, you know, from that, you know, the cultural German 
uh, culture, you know, of don't talk, sit down and listen. <laughs> you know, I mean, just you don't dare get up and share emotion or anything like that. I think mm. that's a big, it's a big, big piece. Of it. Of, I think that's a big piece of it. Um, so yeah, we'll be good. All right. Well, let's close this up and um, red letter challenge. Here we go.